I'm Sung Ray. I'm something else. Here, Black Girl Soul, a podcast where we discuss the Asian dramas we love from a Black female perspective. We are looking to be entertained, to learn about other cultures, and share our passion for these shows. Welcome. Hi, everyone. This is Black Girl Soul with something else and Song Ray. So, we are back with more Sisyphus. We're going to keep going from episode five, and I hope you are listening along with us, watching along with us, so that you can get our observations, and you can also reach out to us on social media with your observations. So, Song Ray, starting with chapter five, what did you notice? What did you like? What did you hate? So in episode five, um, this episode, we have basically um, Siohe had just gotten saved from the water when she and he had jumped in. She lost his grip and passed out. So he saves her and he takes her to Kim Siojin. That's the redhead doctor. He takes her to the doctor's office, mm-hmm. that lady, his former girlfriend. And there he... uh does his best to try to patch her up and he's working on, you know, basically giving them a little hideout because they are on the run. Um, she catches them and she comes to the office. Basically, she isn't aware of exactly who Siohe is, but she helps out because it's Hante Soul and she wants to quote unquote pretend to be um helping, helpful. I really do not feel like she is on his side or that she has his back at this point, but you know, it is what it is and we shall find out what comes of her. But Siohe lets Taesul know about the future and that it's bleak and that there's a war that breaks out and wipes away most of South Korea. Um, we also find in this episode that that officer, um, his name is Hyunji Gi, maybe G-I, so Gi, Hyunji was uh, used by Control Bureau to believe that Siohe killed his mother as an illegal immigrant from the future so he like is taking a whole lot but the fact that his mom dies oh that becomes a, a big issue he took it he bit this line hook line and sinker and took it and ran with it um he was concerned about where these people came from and so the famous line that has stuck in my head because he says it so many times from uh control bureau leader huang hyung sung is where where is not what's important where is not important what matters is when and so it took me a second to catch it i don't know why but it took me a second to catch that because i was like why does he keep saying this but finally it hit me he's saying y'all shouldn't even care about where these people are coming from it's when they're from the future so i got it after a while like slow but you know whatever um and we end (laughs) off (laughs) we end that episode with them being uh preparing to try to attack control bureau by going to this uh event eddie kim is going to be hosting so what were your big observations okay i mean (laughs) oh i was going to say also in this episode uh not this episode but also i am looking forward to seeing if uh Oh boy comes back because I'm I'm sorry I'm convinced he's returning to the show I'm not sure how or what he's going to be doing but yeah I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him come back. Okay, so what are your big observations from the show so far? 
nothing major just you know them interacting their conversation her sharing her because they have a moment where the two of them you can see they're doing the they're growing close so i could see there's going to be a relationship forming here somehow because they're sitting and drinking beer and sharing their tales and you know that kind of thing so this one wasn't like a big woo episode this was more of a background filler like we find out about how she lived in the future he shares some of his history so you know just getting some filler information to help you understand your characters better right and i really appreciate that you know i do appreciate the pacing of the show so far because when they flesh out the future that is one of my pet peeves where people are coming from the future but you never see the future because they didn't have the production budget to build a future. You know what I'm saying? So they just like, oh, the future was like this. Like, no, we're, we want to see it. We want to see her, her life. And so it's great to see kind of glimpses or full-on bits of the future to see what she's fighting against, the kind of life that she had, how she can, on one hand, be so methodical, and then at the the next moment she's super innocent and it's because her childhood was very different because mm-hmm. of the future that she lived in and then also it was interesting like at some point which is a dust statement for me i realized how both leads had fractured childhoods with few family to support them she only had her yeah. father he only had his brother so it's like oh okay that's it's another place where they really kind of relate to each other because in their own way, they were like the only children in their world. And and so that was, this was just very interesting to, to kind of see the parallels between the two of them because I would have to look it up to see how much older he is from her. I don't think it's like so ridiculously substantial, but it's just like you're talking you, about you future her and present him or just that well, well i'm talking about the the actors themselves like when you ah, okay. because like he because he looking it up you know because i'm trying to do the most real fast because he is 41 and she is 31 okay so okay, when i years. look at them i see yes i see the age difference a little bit and so i think that what helps is that their personalities help to bridge that gap a little bit. It's not like a ridiculous age gap where you couldn't see adults falling into a relationship. It's just that you have to realize that Han Sul is a little bit socially awkward because he's been very focused on his work. It's like he doesn't have faith in people. He has faith in science. And so he gives most of his attention to that and to being focused on his goals and she has had to basically she was raised to be a weapon right (laughs) her father really wants her to turn off her feelings and just focus on staying alive and being in survival mode it's just an interesting thing for him to want her like the father says in one of the earlier episodes that he wants her to go to the past so that she can have a good life Forget about Hante Sewell. Go back to the past and just enjoy your life right. because he wants her to balance out the maturity that she was forced to gain. So, I mean, yeah, no, I enjoyed the episode as always. And then I have this note, like, it's overkill to have so much manpower to get one shit. Man, like, she is <laughs> duping them every time, every time. <laughs> right. And then at one point I call him sad son. 
you know I'm awful, you guys. But I call the cop that they have duped into believing that she killed his his mother. I call him Sad Son. And I'm like, because Sad Son has a gun that is as tall as he is. When he takes out that big sniper mm-hmm. rifle, I'm like, dude, you need all that gun to kill one little woman. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, let me not be, you know, sexist or whatever. But it's like y'all are doing a lot to get one chick. And so that then would lead us into episode six. So in episode six, Eddie Kim has this party. The two of them go to the party to try to infiltrate. Like they're trying to find out what they can find out, get what they can get. He's on the hunt for information about his brother. She's just basically trying to figure out who's in control and what's what's happening here. And so he spots a vision of his brother. Everything seems to be going well. They've done all of what they're supposed to be doing. Everything is, you know, working. But he happens to spot his brother and again at this point his brother's a mirage like we can't tell is this dude real is he not real is he really just seeing all these sights um but you know he sees his brother and he goes a little wonky he goes to the left and he starts doing what he wants to do and the brother pulls her in and has a conversation with her and tells her you are part of the problem you are causing trouble to come to Tesol and you need to leave him be let him go like stop trying to help him and go do whatever you're supposed to be doing in which case she winds up taking control bureau on alone and in doing so she gets shot by old boy so yes um again she called him sad son his name is officer hyun gi and now he's control bureau officer hyun gi but he uh goes and he shoots uh her in her leg and once he shoots her in her leg my friend returns son <laughs> comes to save her in this fly ass vehicle like it is super nice i like that car right (laughs) right but you come to find out dude comes into some money because he finally checked his pocket (laughs) you know (laughs) so you know that lotto played that lotto okay because the minute i saw him (laughs) roll up with the car i was like okay is it a little bit corny yes because i don't love love him as a character in this drama no disrespect to the actor but is it cool as hell that he rides up in such a nice ride to save her? Mm, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the portion of me that loves a good action film or show is just like geeked out. Like, yes, because honestly, I know this sounds crazy given Hansel's brains and her brawn. But when they were plotting all that stuff to get into the party, I, I kind of low-key thought they were bumbling. <laughs> You know, it's just like it's just like two of them against the world, and I just low key was like, I'm sure you're gonna be able to do it, but I don't feel like you're gonna be able to get away with it. And the minute everything came on and she was surrounded, I was like, oh chick, I kind of felt this happening. And then he slides up, and I'm like, woo, okay, (laughs) you all got some help because it's just like. I don't know. I prefer them best on the show when they have reinforcements. When it's just the two of them, it's great. But to me, they're on like super shaky ground. So when they have like help, I'm I'm always grateful. (laughs) How about you? I'm sorry. Like like you said, I just kind of feel like we're in a place where. Yeah, you know me and my suspension of disbelief. It's a little unbelievable. Mm. Like, you two against all of these men with guns, and y'all always magically pass through the bullets, and you always magically get away. Like, eh. to a degree, yes. To a degree, mm-mm. That's, that's not working. <laughs> 
so you know just reiterating for folks who like our loyal listeners and anyone new sung ray has like a difficulty with suspension of disbelief she's pragmatic she deals with reality i live in fantasy land i am cuckoo for cocoa puffs Sometimes you can hear it and sometimes you don't. So as long as they can reasonably get that image on screen, even though I know I don't make no damn sense, I go with it. Mm-hmm. it I mean, I watch Die Hard movies and I really believe that he's able to save the world every film. Hello. I mean, not real, real. I'm not crazy, but I'm saying, <laughs> you know, just in case someone is like, well, this chick is yes. special. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Um, but yeah, when I saw that, it's like it fed into everything. Even if you have to suspend disbelief, everything flows because the characters are supported. Like that's where good acting comes in. That's when I appreciate. I forget that. Um, what is his name? The the actor who plays. I love him. Hante Sewell. His name is Cho Sun Woo, if I'm saying it correctly. I knew him. I mean, he seems to be pretty diverse. Like, like he should be a favorite actor and I should really learn how to say his name because I knew him from Stranger, but he has a, a pretty varied resume, including at one point he played in Hedgewig and The Angry Itch which anyone who's seen or heard of that musical knows that is some gender bending. He's a real thespian. So you can see the little micro expressions as he acts. And you're like, wow, he's really good. Like he's not just telling you Hante Soul is low key, maybe on the spectrum (laughs) somewhere or just not interested in people. You see it in how he will like, when he doesn't want to hear something, he like turns his eyes away. He's not, he's not, you can see it like when he's, he's in little places where he's just like, I'm not interested, but this doesn't support what I'm trying to do. And I, I low key, as we have watched these, if Hansi Soul was on his own, he'd be dead by now. <laughs> I am sure of it. Despite his brain, yes. without some kind of help, and he's getting help from multiple places. I'm not even sure if he could pay his rent, okay, or pay his mortgage or, like, run a business. He always needs, you can see this, he needed his best friend, he needed his brother. He always needs somebody because his brain isn't technically enough. It's it's a big brain, mm. and he can do a lot. He can, you know, stop airplanes from crashing and all this stuff, but, yeah. Like, I, I don't believe that Elon Musk alone could stop a plane. Like, you know, like, you have to, you have to believe in the fantasy of Hante Sewell to keep going. Just like you have to believe, even sometimes when I watch, watch this character, watch her, I'm like, okay, I know she knows weapons and stuff, but really, she's, she's not the, the full-on super killer like she's not a she's not a john wick you know what i'm saying like she still has like a bedazzled gun so (laughs) it's like a weird balance she does shoot people but she's not a killer it's like she she shoots people to stop them from killing her defend herself and to protect them right 
Right. But she doesn't shoot them. She doesn't, like, arbitrarily kill. She doesn't want to just kill to kill because I think in um, an earlier episode you see in the future where she doesn't want to kill the kid who is, frankly, ready to kill her. So, but anyway, I'm rambling. So where would you like to go next on Ray? Episode 7, or do you have anything else so, about So here six? in Episode 6, the other thing that uh, we take note is that they trapped Tante Sul in his house. And the doctor is there, and she's telling him information and trying to make things seem a specific way. But I find that to be, again, she's very suspect to me. I'm not, I'm not feeling her. I'm not liking her. Um, I think her character is dark. And in that, she's got him trapped in the house. She's playing games with him, you know, to make him believe one thing when really something else is going on. And um, C.O. Hay is trying to figure out how to save him, how to help him. And with the help of the guy who is the broker, the broker, um, the broker's name. I'm sorry, y'all. I should have had that together. People know we're human and then we're watching it just like they are like they making up uh nicknames for everybody the way we are <laughs> but what's his name he park young do he's park young do he's the guy who owns asia mart the uh broker so in which case they're trying to help and as they're trying to help he uh is able to transport something to the house to break it up and that was able to give him a chance Hante Sul a chance to break free son helps her to go try to find Hante Sul and catch him and so you know you see these coordinated efforts where like basically what you were mentioning earlier others come in to try to back support them and so it's not just the two of them alone fighting against the whole world they do have others who are supporting them in a myriad of ways mind you she did hold uh Mr. Man up at gunpoint to get her help, but you know right. she did. No, I mean the broker is so. the kind of guy that sometimes you have to like pimp slap him a couple of times to like make him realize that he should do the right thing. You know, he's that dude. Yeah, <laughs> just like he's he he's a criminal and a bully. Right. <laughs> so sometimes you have to not treat him right. You you can't reason with him. But I like his character. I like the side characters that are part of the Asian Mart. I love that there's like an Asian Mart. <laughs> this is the business he decided to to use as a yes. as a front. Like it's just it's cute, even though they're deadly. <laughs> no one here is completely and perfectly clean. Maybe Sad Sung's mom, but otherwise, everybody has their problems and their regrets. A person who is going back to the past isn't the person who's doing so because they are perfect people who live a perfect life. So, but that's all you have for episode six? Right. Unfortunately, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. What happened that I just did was some of that was episode six. Oh, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we we moved on to episode seven. Hello. (laughs) Uh, Right. Also, in this episode, what we've taken notice that she is able to help him because without him even knowing, he thinks she's MIA and missing in action. There's a group of the control bureau, not control bureau, the people who are coming and transporting in from the future that are like it's somehow somebody is creating an army and i'm not sure who the hell it is but some army is being made and so she is sniping them off as he is going through the streets of some alleyways and backways of looks like like a uh 
a market and he's on the back side of the market and so as he's going through these alleyways in the back side of the market she's sniping people off and killing people also she urges him son and his family to leave son sends his mom and his sister on to i believe it's the u.s not sure but to the u.s to avoid the uh war breaking out but he doesn't leave because you know and i was a little bit upset with him for this i know he calls himself liking her but we all see where this is going he ain't got a shot in hell so you know i I want him to save himself go to america find your girl there because she ain't right right like poor (laughs) tinderoni but um (laughs) but i see one they need the manpower (laughs) like they need the team (laughs) and two i i like that the actor has a job so that's why that's happening you know True, true. Because I also was like, dude, can you, you'll find another young woman with a gun in the future, especially in the U.S., leave this chick behind. Like, she got issues. She trying to save the, <laughs> like, just move to a southern state. You'll be all right. You'll find this. And you might, and she might be Asian, too. That's how America makes them. So, you know, gun-toting Asian women looking for you, sir. But, nah, that's not how it ever goes because he secretly wants to save her, you know. He has saved her in his own way previously. But I'm like, dude, looking at how she rocks and how she rolls, really? Like, maybe she's a little bit out of your league. Like, (laughs) I'm being funky and rude. But, yeah, he's trying, baby. He's trying. Look at him. He's trying. But um, but I'm like, she's ah. like, she's already hung up on Hante Sewell, even though she don't know it yet. They already have proof of a wedding. Damn. Like, mm-hmm. they already know what's what. So it's, yeah, it's kind of like, he's a little engine that could. That's all. But yeah, I don't have any other observations for... Oh, you know what? Let me point this out. So at the end of episode seven, I believe, is when we see the mastermind. Like we see the kind of silhouette of the mastermind, right? And I think that we may have posted something about that a little while ago going, who is this man? But it was, one, cinematically beautiful to see when the two leads meet up over that catwalk. It was just picture perfect. Like she saved him and he gets up there and they kind of get together and you're like, ah, you all are back together. Because it it is uncomfortable when they are apart. It is like not the best scenario when she's gone or he's gone or something like that. So it was wonderful to see them back together. And then you see, there is an evil mastermind. And I'm like, okay. This makes things way more interesting than they were before. This evil mastermind is also Sigma, mm. the symbol right. we've been seeing. That brings us to episode eight. <laughs> in episode eight is when you realize, yes, there is a Sigma as in a person, and he is nutso. He ain't regular, y'all. <laughs> what do you think, Sun Ray? Girl, he, he's, he is a special kind of crazy, but I'm going to give him two steps because as we get to meet him in F8, this dude fucking mastermind is like like not even okay for him this sucker came from the future and learned how to amass enough money that he was fucking throwing money and walking around on it like the money didn't mean shit to him he is amassing all this money in order to be as powerful as he needs to be to do what he needs to do and he's doing it by using shit from the future and i'm thinking why ain't nobody else come back and do this 
Well, I think because everyone is a tortured soul and they are walking the path that they're supposed to walk. I mean, as we watch these episodes, we see more and more of like, as much as they're coming back to make things different, things about them are like, they can't change who they are. Right. Right. So these people are coming back, you know, sad son comes back to give his mother a meal he doesn't think you know what let me go win the lotto real quick and take her to the hospital he's walking the path that he needs to walk because he's tortured and i think that um sigma is also tortured and of course i'm sure we'll find out about more of that later on but he is also tortured and part of that torture is that in order for him to follow his plan he needs money but we know pretty darn quickly it's not because of right. the love of money. It's like money is a means to a goal, and the goal is so consuming him. Dude, I'm sure he wiped his butt with some of those um, dollars or some of that wand. <laughs> so he, I think he's he's stepping over it. He's sleeping on it. And that is both a way to show us that he doesn't care about the money and also to show that he a crazy MF. Like, he ain't right. Everything, everyone around him is moving and jittery and kissing his butt. And he is very calm in the purpose of being Sigma. And that is interesting and makes the actor who plays him yeah. freaking brilliant. Frightening, but brilliant. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Sunray? And I kind of agree. I think he is, the actor has done a magnificent job of conveying that personality that that whatever that is he got going on he's done an excellent job of conveying it of being the crazy mastermind but so crazy he not crazy so one of my co-workers always says sly like a fox so those people who you think they're crazy but they're not really crazy they real sly and they got a whole plan going on but they presented themselves in such a manner you think they're a fool till you look up and go, wait a minute, what that? Wait, ho, oh, oh, ho, you did what? So you know, yeah, he's sly like a fox because he is right. busy doing what he needs to do to get to this space, and he's killing off who he needs to kill off, moving people around, making things happen. Because at the end of the day, one of the theories that I've heard, and one of the things I kind of have come to believe as well, is that this is cyclical. They've done this round more than once. They've done this before. This is not their first time her coming back to the future or from the from the future to the past to try to fix things and it not working because in the episode into episode seven we see him watching them on television and such and he was like oh this is the fun part as though i've watched this before i've done this before i've seen this before right and the actor who plays sigma is kim bung chul okay i tried it y'all kim bung chul so yeah, I totally agree with you about the cyclical nature of things, even down to the ending of episode eight when, um, like, I, okay, so I have a note here for this, and you can tell me what you think, Sunray, but I have, I don't like the way they brought it full circle. She's just walking one day and finds her bur- burial right. place. Okay. <laughs> you know, because I didn't like that. She just rolling, she just going to the you know amusement park she just walking around she's getting into trouble she's just having a regular day in the future and oops wait a minute this is where i died and here's my little pink notebook Mm-mm, i call bs y'all with all deep right right everything all the notes everything and it's like 
in my handwriting oh this must have been me oh okay this is what's going to guide my complete and utter future now like i understand as a kid from the future she may have not known what to look forward to but she was going to look forward to going to the past based on a notebook okay 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 so i didn't like that it was too easy It it was too convenient what do you think oh no i totally agree with you feel like too one of the things that i it's like a dual one portion of me is agitated because she says to tesol that he should stop looking for sigma but i'm going the hell sigma is the problem with all of this from what you all are saying so how is he not gonna look for who's in charge of all of this this is who's caused all this mayhem yeah we gotta find this dude because he's the key to getting this all solved but she tells him if he looks for sigma he's gonna die and i'm just kind of like okay i'm confused what is really going on here so uh, this is where the beginning of my confusion begins to bud it's a small bud but it's beginning to bud okay well we are going to continue talking about um your confusion budding and all the other episodes in our next episode that will go from 9 10 11 and then 12 you guys 12 so please come back and if we got it wrong please let us know where if we got it right please give us our props um this is something else and song ray bye thank you so much for listening to black girl soul we enjoyed having you and please subscribe like and follow our facebook page youtube channel twitter page instagram page and join our facebook group you can also find us on patreon please look below for links see you guys next week